Well, welcome to The Journey. Um, my name is Kevin Polkey, and I've been the host of The Journey for, uh, we are going on to a little, reaching two and a half years now. And, um, and today I want to reflect a little bit back of what's gone on in the past uh, 12 months. Uh, right now it is uh, the first week in March of 2021. And if we look back on one year ago, um, specifically uh, March 11th of 2020, that for me was the first time that I realized, like many of us, realized what was unfolding. Now, it wasn't like many of us had, we had already heard about this COVID-19 or coronavirus as it had first impacted um, China, as well as then in Europe, and then on the West Coast. But I think it didn't hit me until that evening of Wednesday, um, March 11th. Um, I was sitting down, it was about 9.15 or so, 9.10, and watching some kind of show with, with Diane, my wife, and on my phone came an uh, alert that said that um, the NBA playoffs were gonna be suspended. And again, not thinking much about that, uh, went back to watching the show uh, we were watching. And a few minutes later, um, or at least what seemed to be a few minutes later, another alert came on my phone uh, from some news channel saying that President Trump had suspended flights from Europe. And there at that time was that feeling that I've had more than a handful of times in my life. I first remember having that feeling watching the movie Red Dawn with Patrick Swayze and all those uh, stars at that time. Um, that feeling inside of something uh, life-changing was going to happen. Um, I remember that movie, um, it was characterizing what World War III would look like and if the United States had been invaded at that time by the Soviet Union. And this feeling rushed over me of a similar type of, oh my gosh, something that can potentially change everything that I know to be. But again, the idea that it had come as an alert on my phone and not knowing about the, the seriousness of it, um, I actually even probably in my mind kind of um, shrugged it off as maybe it was some uh, not so true news or fake news. Went to bed and woke up the next day to, to go to work. And later on that day, on that Thursday, um, when they started uh, announcing cancellations of the NCAA individual wrestling tournament for that weekend, and then uh, saying that there wasn't going to be fans for the NCAA tournament. And then, of course, that I knew it was really serious when Chicago mayor canceled the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And we all know after that, um, the governor, Illinois' governor, had uh, closed down, uh, started started putting in, putting in place the quarantine. Um, uh, the lockdown, we thought it was going to be for two weeks. And then, of course, it got extended through the month of month of April. And then we are still in that space today. Many things have gone on in the last 12 months. Um, many uh, remember, you know, the, the fear 
the fear of what's going to happen next, the fear of the unknown, the fear of the virus, the fear of how this is going to impact um, our daily lives. How is it going to impact um, our social lives, uh, business, um, what we do for a living? Um, those are just many, a few things that I remember. Um, uh, and I remember at the very beginning um, being very waiting for the next thing to happen, the next bit of information about uh, restrictions happening or something like that. Somewhere in there, I remember saying to myself as I was meeting with my staff and meeting with my family at different times, I said to myself, Kevin, you're not doing very well. With, you don't do well when you're constantly in reaction mode or constantly being scared. And so I reflected on some things that I had been studying over the last uh, few years. Um, Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey, um, uh, Stoicism, as it was uh, utilized by Ryan Holiday in his book, The Obstacles of the Way, and reflected on how those lessons had helped me during other uncertain times or personal uh, when personal tragedies were happening or personal chaos was happening. Now this was happening on a much broader scale. But those, those teachings, those, those tools that I had learned through Campbell's work and through Holiday's work and through other individuals of the ancient Stoics began to give me a foundation in which to try to keep my emotions within check and have some type of template or guideline uh, to utilize during this time period. Um, and so I, I think what I'd like to just share right now is a couple aspects of what things that I've been grateful for um, during this time period. Well, one thing I'm grateful for is that um, uh, a year ago, um, I did not know how um, to do any type of uh, digital uh, videoing, any digital telehealth or, or telemedicine. And since then, I didn't even know how to set up a uh, set up uh, set up a, uh, a meeting. And now, um, this is almost primarily how we've uh, how we've conducted um, our counseling sessions. And it has been coming up on now eleven months. It has been exclusively how we have been doing all our podcasts. And um, I've been able to set those up by myself and be able to. Um, be able to do that format uh, myself. So that's maybe a little thing, but that was definitely one of those things that uh, came from this. I think another thing that um, you know I'm grateful for is that I'm grateful for um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to build into my day and build into my week um, opportunity for uh, quiet time and solitude. Um, Again, for some of you, this may not be that big of a deal, but I started lifting weights when I was 11 years old, as some of you might know. And by the time I was 13, I had been in the gym, uh, working out at a gym. And in my 51st year was the first time that, uh, so a year ago, was the first time that I had not gone to a gym since I'd been 13 years old. And then in January, made a decision, or Christmas time, made a decision that I would um, create a home gym, um, at least for the time being. I may go back to the gym at some other point, but it wasn't. It was less about the virus in, in December than it was more about 
liking the time period that I had um, to being able to do my morning workouts and then having that extra time because um, I wasn't commuting to be able to uh, stretch and meditate and, um, and, and being able to utilize that time for more reflection time. I think the fact that we spent more time, intentional time with family, um, playing certain kinds of games um, that we probably would not have if we had those uh, other distractions of being able to uh, go out to restaurants or whatever. And one of those games that we were playing as a group or as a family was that we would play, um, play charades. And, um, and I remember numerous time periods of, of having our, our family and extended family being able to play um, charades when we got together. I think the opportunity to spend time with Diane. Um, I loved when Sierra was, was coming home um, and she had to do schooling from our house. And so she was with us uh, for about three, uh, about three months uh, during that time period where she was doing her schooling from, uh, from Rockford, even though she attends up in Wisconsin um, and being able to share that time with her. But then after she left um, back to school, um, being able to create a new routine um, for, for Diane and I that, that really, uh, uh, emphasize an opportunity for her and I to spend time together and also find our own rhythm um, of being empty nesters and being able to find that time. I think these for me were just a handful of handful of things that I um, recognized that came from this. I guess one of the things that I'd like to invite us into is that as much as things have changed over the past year, I think it's extremely important to acknowledge the things that were uh, losses that we experienced, regardless if that was uh, the, the loss of a, a loved one or a physical loss that may have happened, or for some of us like myself and, and Diane, um, that we ended up testing positive with COVID in, in November and, and going through that experience of having COVID and then also going through the experience of the after, after, um, after effects of, of having COVID, um, that aspect of it, um, the aspects of the, the other uh, tumultuous things that happened in, in 2020 regarding the, the political unrest and the civil unrest um, that was going on with the protesting, um, not just regarding the politics, but then also um, uh, uh, the Floyd's death um, up in Minnesota, as well as other deaths that happened. Um, so I think there's was, without a doubt, you've, we've said it and heard it numerous times that this is an unprecedented time period. It is for sure going to be a historical time period. And I think individually, if we are intentional about identifying what losses that we experienced over the last year, but then also what are the things that we can be grateful about, meaning what things have I learned that I wouldn't have learned if the pandemic wouldn't have happened? What opportunities came out of the chaos? And, um, and I think as we have maybe experienced, some of us may have taken more uh, have been more intentional about that growth and that opportunity and others of us may have uh, maybe not utilized that as much. 
we know that we're not out of the pandemic yet and there still is more things and more research that needs to be done and definitely more healing that needs to happen in our society. So I'd like to uh, focus on a couple things that we can do. In other words, what are some tools that you can bring along with this next stage, this second year of moving into living with COVID and living with this, uh, this uh, the, way the way that the world has now um, has shifted and changed? I think one of the main things that we could start off with is that realizing that we all are on a journey and that in this idea about increasing our awareness um, about being on this journey and with this journey is called life. Just as we reflect back over the past year um, with this is that recognizing that things that happen along um, the past year have been part of the story, but they haven't been the story. So as things happen in your near future, in your, in your upcoming future, things are going to happen. There's part of, part of aspects of life that will happen. And keeping it in mind that that is part of the story, but not the story in itself. That this idea of self-care is not an easy thing. It is not for the, the, the weak of heart, that it takes discipline, that it takes um, intention. It, 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 in, we have to intentionally move into doing those hard things to care for ourselves um, physically, um, mentally, emotionally, uh, uh, managing our emotion to allow it to um, only be an emotion not less than, but then also not more than. And then this idea of uh, spiritual development too, that there is um, something bigger going on, that there are values in which for us to um, cling to and base our life. And then as we become more open to the diversity um, of our world, that we can grow through that diversity and move from this uh, dualistic thinking into a non-dualistic thinking that as we feel threatened and recognizing that our body's responding to a fight or flight um, uh, reaction, that it is our responsibility to manage that distress, manage that state, that if we do need to physically um, prepare for some physical threat, um, that we do that and that we're prepared physically um, if through our self-care and mentally and emotionally and spiritually that we're able to do that. But if we recognize that this is emotional threat or a mental threat, that we also um, take care of ourselves physically to make sure that we complete that stress cycle, as I've mentioned to you guys before about using exercise or some other aspects to activate your parasympathetic nervous system but then also manage it by keeping it in perspective that this is something that's happening, but it doesn't have to be the full story. And then lastly, um, this idea that you are the author of your story. Similar to a year ago, the story that we were gonna tell ourselves 12 months later is a story that we were writing in the month of March and April a year ago September and October and December and January. Likewise, the story that you're gonna tell next Christmas is the story that you're writing right now 
regarding the things that um, you may perceive as a setback or maybe perceive as a victory. So again, tools to take along the journey. Remembering that you are on a journey and that what is happening is part of the story, but not the story. That caring for yourself and making sure that you are um, consistently working on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. When under distress, manage that distress so that it, it does not take on um, more than it is. So managing that distress and managing, managing those emotions and that recognizing that you are the author of your story and the story that you want to tell in the future is the story that you're getting to write right now. As always, thank you so much for being here and listening. If you believe that someone could benefit from uh, this particular story today, um, feel free to pass that on. If anyone ever needs to get a hold of me, you can contact me through um, our website at polkykevin uh, uh, at gmail.com, or you can go to kevinpolkey.com and you can get all our uh, previous episodes as well as the blog that I'm writing. Again, you guys have a great day. Be safe and continue um, being the light in others' darkness.